Hello, breakfast eaters and believers. Welcome back to another episode of Breakfast with Tiffany. I am your host, Tiffany Renee, and today I have some really dope people in the building. I have my sister, friend, longtime confidant, Kiyama. She is a skincare pastry chef, to be specific. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you for coming. Thank you for inviting me. Hey, listen, you know you're always welcome. I also have the creative director, content creator, photographer, all of the above. <laughs> Canary, how are you? I'm marvelous. How about you? I'm great. I love to have a little testosterone in the building. <laughs> Every episode is like full of females, and I'm like, Ugh, guys, come on, please. It's okay, like they be afraid. Well, I'm here. I'm an open book, so. Come on, open book? Well, since you started it off like that, tell us about yourself. Well, um, I'm 23. I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. Born and raised. ATL, baby. Um, parents went to Archer High. My mom graduated from Morris Brown. Um, I do photography, fashion. Um, I play the piano by ear. I also sing. Wow. So... Literally, I like to elevate Literally. every day and learn every day. You are so dope. Listen, my mama went to Archer too. <laughs> We're family. We just didn't know it. What? <laughs> yeah, she went to Archer. Um. Anyway, that's so dope. How did you learn how to play the piano by ear? Um. It started off um when I went out to Cali when I was in middle school. I went out there because I met my grandma on my dad's side for the first time. Mm -hmm. I never met my dad, but I met my grandma, and she invited me to come out there. So I went out there. I was out there for a good minute where we, uh, where I spent Christmas out there, and I got a piano for Christmas. And I didn't know what to do with the piano, and I went to church every Sunday, of course. So when I went to church one day, I saw the guy behind the little glass on the piano. I'm all like trying to see, like, oh, what he doing? <laughs> and so my grandma was like, at the end of service, like, walk up to him and ask him, like, what's up? So I walk up to him. I'm thinking he, like, finna show me something. You know, of course, he hits me with the little kid pop. Like, you know, hey, <laughs> keep working at it. You'll get it. But one thing he told me that stuck in my head was, <clears throat> you have to imitate to originate. So when I went back home, um, I was at home by myself a couple of times because my grandma be like out working. So I turned on the radio and I just try to like play what I hear. Mm -hmm. And over time, it just started to become like more consistent where I was actually hitting the right the right notes and stuff like that. And it just went from there. I just started playing stuff that I heard on the radio. That is dope. That's so cool. <laughs> so do you feel like your experience um, at that moment where you were just going for it, is that the the drive that you have for the rest of your life? Because, I mean, you do everything. Yeah, I, I feel like my drive came more from the stuff that I've been through. Mm -hmm. Like me being be able to play music by ear, or play the piano by ear and be able to like actually sing and stuff like that. And to be in a music fraternity as well, I was also born with holes in my eardrums. So I had a lot of stuff that I had went through that kind of like motivated me to like push me out of this stage that I was in to show people that even though I had these disabilities and stuff like that, that I can do what everybody else can do. Because, because during that time when I had these disabilities, I had got held back through education. Mm -hmm. I was placed in rooms that I thought I was different from these people that was placed on the IEP as well with me. And it was just like I was driven by the stuff that people was like hindering me from touching or from seeing or from doing. And that's kind of what gave me that edge. Like, I got to do this. Like That's so. true motivation right there. I got to get it. That, that's, that's real motivation. What else is in your life right now that is your motivation? I see you have a daughter. Yes. She's so beautiful. She looks just like you. <laughs> what? Man, that's my little, little Uzi Vert, you know, slash nugget. <laughs> um, honestly, 
being a father is amazing. Like, you know, shout out to all the other guys out there that's a father, but like, just being a father is amazing. Like, knowing there's somebody out there on that earth, like, that you created on this earth that, you know, look up to you, that love you unconditionally, like, that just loves everything about you. Like, mm -hmm. it's just, it's, I love it. Like, every time I wear her, it makes me happy. Um, every time she does something, I get a lot of ideas from her, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, she do something funny, and I'm like, oh, wow, I want to, like, make something out of this, you know? Aww. She definitely rocks the kids' kids collection. Um, she learning as much as me, you know? She was in her first music video, uh, like, two weeks ago. Um, oh. even before that, we got recognized by, um, Kids Gap during, um, I want to say we did, like, apple picking one time, and mm -hmm. she had on Kids Gap whole fit, and it went viral on Twitter. But I definitely just try to, like, um, I try to like have a different experience with my daughter that I always wanted to have with my uh, myself growing up. So I never like tell her what she can't do or nothing like that. We 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 create the most like unusual things. Like I want to say I have something coming up for her. I didn't want to tell everybody, but I decided that I wanted to like do a photo shoot with her where she like creates um, on her birthday. She have like a whole VIP section, mm -hmm. and we was gonna make the little bars and all that. And me and my friends all from Morehouse and go be like security guards and all that. And we was gonna do a photo shoot. And I, she loves apple juice. Oh my gosh, <laughs> she loves apple juice. Me too. If you I got some apple juice, juice on you, man, she's really gonna tear it up. But we was gonna create a little <laughs> VIP section for her at the house and like let her have fun, invite people over, and she run it. You know, like do your thing like live it up like so that true. is so dope that so, is so so dope but yeah that's she's definitely like a big motivation for me and i'm happy to have her like, that's good i have i want to get too emotional <laughs> that's so dope i have quite a few friends who have um children nowadays and they say the same thing about their their, their kids it's like it's no other feeling that you can get like the one that you have when you have children for the first time i mean no matter your age no matter your circumstances that bond that you have with them is just incomparable anyway skincare oh, yeah. pastry chef right <laughs> tell I'm us about scared. yourself i don't think my story gonna be as pop listen it's okay because those those donut soaps Ooh, and yes. their body scrub yes, will speak for themselves I'm they saying. Don't, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us how you got started so I got started, a lot of people don't know, but I was homeschooled. So being homeschooled, you have nothing but time on your hands. <laughs> You're staring at the wall a lot, and you have nothing to do. So I went to YouTube University, mm -hmm. and like I was always big on Pinterest and DIY. So I found this girl on YouTube called The Soap Queen. Mm -hmm. And I just started watching all her videos, buying all her kits on like how to make soap, just learning how to do melt and pour soaps, and a lot of body scrubs and things like that. So I've always been the one, like, growing up, I was that girl that took her doll. This is so sad. But I would take <laughs> my doll, and I would make a perm for my doll. I would use, like... Wow. This is creative. Yes, you had time on your hands. And I would just, you know, put it on there, let it sit. Don't let it burn her. And then I rinse it out. And that wow. was me growing up. And then I would just always be mixing stuff. So it was just only natural for me to, like, go onto YouTube and look for things like that. So I believe it was my senior, freshman year of high school, I was selling body butter. Mm -hmm. But y'all, like, I'm embarrassed about that body butter. Like, I I tried, but I didn't <laughs> understand the whipped process. 
<laughs> but I love that family and friends really supported me. Like I went on Vistaprint, made my labels. It was really just friends and family. I wasn't p- pushing it. Mm-hmm. Um, senior year is when I was like, all right, I want to create a brand. Like I want to make pastries because mm-hmm. I ran into seeing like cupcake bath bombs, donut soaps and things like that. But I wanted to make it a brand. So, of course, my favorite color being pink. And at the time, mm-hmm. I was taking French. <laughs> what? My favorite color pink, too. Yes. So Come on, pink partners. My favorite color was pink, and I was taking French. So I was like, I'm going to say Le Pink Rose because rose is also pink mm-hmm. in French. Mm-hmm. But then I also want your skin to be like a rose, really soft. So I was like, I'm going to just call it Le Pink Rose. So it's really just the pink pink. So yeah, but I really I really loved it. So I went ahead, got my LLC, started doing everything like that. Once I got into Georgia State, um, I was hanging with a lot of business friends because I majored in marketing. Mm-hmm. And they were just like, yo, why are you here? Like, <laughs> why are you here? You have a whole thing that, you know, you're good at. Mm-hmm. So I went ahead and was just like, okay, I need to get on Instagram. I need to really put it all together. And I I feel like my time at Georgia State, I've learned a lot about marketing, but I can definitely say I learned so much through just Instagram, YouTube, Pinterest, like, just really recognizing what looks good, what doesn't, what do I want my brand identity to be. Mm-hmm. That's dope. What about um, your, is it awkward? Yes, awkward. Um, I took the word awkward and uh-huh. weird and just kind of smashed it together. Um, that started off going back to me trying to grow up through education and being around people that kind of like bullied, bullied me mm-hmm. and teased me because I, growing up, um, by the time I was like 10 years old, I had like 13 surgeries in my ear. Wow. The holes in my eardrums um, kind of like made it hard for me to make friends because during the time when the hole split open, when they, every time they tried to like seal it back up, it, I'd be in a school setting. Like my ear started leaking. During that time, you know, being younger kids, everybody would be like, ew, mm-hmm. what is that coming out your ear? And I'm like, oh wow, now everybody gonna think I'm crazy. Mm-hmm. So people just kind of like bully me, tease me. I ended up joining the 100 Black Man because I was like very sad and just felt like I couldn't make friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I want to say it started off in 11th grade in high school. After I left private school to come back to public school my senior year, I started the brand um, Awkward when I made my first shirt saying I'm weird. Like I embraced it. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you embrace it, nobody really can like take you down from there. Like, Legit. So I made my first shirt that was I'm weird. I wish I would have brought it with me, but it was all black and the words was of course a pink, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, I just took off from there. I wanted the brand to be a brand that like represent people like we're no idol. We wasn't trying to be nobody. I'm st- like I do a lot of things. I'm still not trying to be somebody. I just want it to be an idea for any other like any other person. So mm-hmm. when they see me, they're like, oh wow, I can do that too. You know, say hey mom, he got tattoos and earrings and. He went to Morehouse for business, and he's doing great, and he's living his dream. Like, what's stopping him? You know what I'm saying? Nothing. Like, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm learning every day. Um, I'm I'm open book to anybody. Um, anybody want to learn anything that I'm doing? Like, I never say no because I feel like during that time when I was starting my brand as well, I felt like I was asking for a lot of help or like, hey, reaching out to people, and they was like, hey. Um, I don't have the time, or they just, you know what I'm saying? You're in, a, you're in a field of, like, money, so people just felt like you're probably stepping into their territory. Mm-hmm. 
But the brand just started based off that. Um, the quote is, um, we're no idols, just an idea. So I don't really know how I came about that, but it just came <laughs> about. And then I started working with uh, different people that had like certain, like, um, you know what I'm saying, disabilities as far as like uh, scoliosis that had a hard time leaning up when they doing photo shoots. Um, working with certain people that had um, like hard time hearing. Um, I just like working with people that has like certain disabilities. I wanted to bring them to the front. Like, um, mm -hmm. and then um, I got a video um, that's coming out soon. That's gonna um, show like all the people that I work with. I asked them questions. How did you feel? Like, did you enjoy it? Like, what was your highlight of the moment? You know, mm -hmm. just be yourself. Like, I want them to be the front of the brand. Like, mm -hmm. just go out there and show people that you know what I'm saying. You doing it like they can do it too. Like, mm -hmm. don't let them tell you no because people been telling me no for a long time. Wow, that's crazy. So. I appreciate y'all for sharing that. Have you ever heard of the Jubilee Project? No. Yes. I've heard on YouTube. On YouTube, and oh I've watched. <laughs> I've watched a couple of of their videos on YouTube, and they really remind me of you in a sense because all of their videos, or the ones that I've seen, are like. Um, authentic and they're different and they bring light to things that people may feel like are dark spots in life mm -hmm. and things of that nature it's really um what kind of encouraged me to start this and and to do other creative things it's mm -hmm. it's something that i think we should spend time into watching and, and learning we always want to watch things on instagram people acting a fool and um, showing they behind and this, this, and that. But <laughs> we really should spend more time and engaging in things that are going to teach us. And just like you said, showcasing those disabilities and showcasing how normal they are um, with abnormal traits is something that we all need to see because we all go through depression. We all go through times where we are comparing ourselves to others. We all have flaws. We're all different, but we're still all human. That's yeah. the main point. We're still True. all human, you know? Right. <laughs> You're crazy. And um, the uh, the brand mantra is um, defining a new normal through fashion. Mm, that's dope. So that's the brand mantra. I've been working on that brand mantra for a minute. <laughs> it came it, it was it came out on top, you know. I was just trying you know, how the brand mantra is just mm -hmm. make sure it's right. But defining a new normal through fashion is what I love because I felt like that's where I, where I'm headed with it. That's really dope. That's really dope. What do you think um, is like one of the main, this is for both of you, what do you think is the main obstacle for people of our generation today? Social media. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a powerful tool, mm -hmm. but then it can also hold you back. Yes. Like, you know, and we all go through it. We'll have the good and the bad of it. I feel like it's such a powerful tool to help you network, connect with people, and really like without social media, I can't tell you where my business will be today. Mm -hmm. Like I can't say that it wouldn't be successful, but I will have to go about it differently. So it just really helps me spread the word and it really, you know, helps push me forward. But there's days where Kiyama didn't do what she was supposed to do, but somebody else did. Yeah. And when I go <laughs> look at that, it just it can put you in a bad mood. So it does that mm -hmm. comparison thing. It can also give you like imposter syndrome where you feel like you're just faking it the whole time. Yes. So I feel like it can that's the biggest thing that our generation is dealing with. And because no one before us had it, we don't really have anyone to really talk to. Mm -hmm. They might just say, y'all on your phone all the time, but they're not really giving you like real solutions on exactly. how to balance it or something. So, yeah. I can personally attest to that. I can personally attest to that. I was at, um, 
I'm big on God, and I was at church last night. Okay. And um, <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. And um, Pat, the the pastor was saying how when we think of the outside world, when we think of God, and if we sit and think of how He would think of our lives, or if He would sit and observe us, what would He think? Mm-hmm. So it, j- <laughs> it just makes me think of like my Instagram, like my page specifically. If I am someone that is trying to hire me, if I am a little girl that's looking up to me, if I am a little a little boy that um, is looking up to me, or if I'm a guy trying to get at me, what would I think about me? Mm-hmm. And I don't think a lot of people ask themselves when they look at that the, their page, like, listen, I don't consider myself a bad bitch, okay? <laughs> Never have. But when I look at my page, I can see moments where, like, okay, I was more confident in this picture. Or I can see where I was really genuine in this picture. Or I really wanted to showcase this. Like, I think I'm doing an okay job of, like, just okay. It ain't great. I even think that's, that can be a problem where we're going through and we're just picking yes. ourselves apart. Like, yes. I was confident in this one. I wasn't smiling hard enough in this yes. one. Why would I do that lighting? Like, that's mm-hmm. not good. Sometimes it's okay to just be you. Mm-hmm. But then... Mm-hmm. I can sit here and say all this, but when we take these pictures, hey, listen, be like, mm, it's easier one, said than done. So it's like finding that balance of it's okay for me to, you know, want to project the best me to the world. Mm-hmm. But then when am I hurting another little girl who's following me mm-hmm. looking like, dang, but you always got it together. You know, your grades are always right. You got a business. Oh my God, you're just always on top of it. But they don't get to see that other side. Exactly. So it's just like. But I think it's just a matter of appreciating your growth, too. Yes. Like, I mean, like you were stating, you have been through hell and high water. But you still, like, showed up on top. You still are appreciative of everything that you have been through. Because without that, you wouldn't be where you are now. If you didn't, if you weren't homeschooled, if you were actually in a class for eight hours, do you really think Little Pink Rose would be here today? I don't think so. I I know it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know because I don't know if you remember, but when we were in fifth grade, yes, we was in fifth grade together. Yeah, we were in fifth grade. We had to. um, (laughs) We had a project that really did kind of change my view towards skincare, and she told us like, you know, make an invention, make something that's innovative, and we really did not like this lady. What? Mm -hmm. Who was it? It was Miss Wilson. Oh. Jesus. <laughs> but wait, pause, because I swear I saw her at you the store the other you, day. You, you always and I was like, I know this lady, you know that and way. I know I did not like, honey, honey. <laughs> I'm sorry. Side note, y'all. Continue. Oh, this <laughs> but, is good. <laughs> but she, I, I do I do look back, and I do thank her for some things. She was like a crazy, like, she was she was from New York, and she was hard on us. But well, I do let thank you her. her. Oh, well, yeah. I thank her a little bit. <laughs> But she gave us a project to create something that's innovative that actually works. So we were all mad, like, we're in fifth grade. What? We're not rocket scientists. But I was like, okay, I want to make something that helps with eczema. Mm -hmm. So that was one of my first, first little prototypes. Mm -hmm. So I made, like, a strawberry one, and I made, like, a mint cream. There were two creams. And they, like, helped with the eczema. I did some research. It was, like, really not that great research. But it was, like, Crisco. <laughs> and <laughs> it was Crisco and, uh, like, food coloring. All this stuff that's not really, I would never sell that today. But I just feel like little things like that really did help me kind of feel for what I wanted. So I feel like, really, we have this end goal that mm-hmm. we're destined to have regardless. 
but it's more so like little things can you know make your path go this way that way but mm -hmm. i do feel like maybe i would be in skincare maybe it would have just taken me longer if i was in school i'm not sure yeah but, yeah i don't know i know i wouldn't be where i am now if it wasn't for the things that i went through yeah but it's it's a challenge growing. It's, it's a challenge. But I mean, like, some of the times where I'm looking at my Instagram and I'm comparing, I don't necessarily delete pictures. I mean, Y'all can go on my Facebook. Did you archive? Don't do it. <laughs> I, I, I do I do archive some. But don't go on my Facebook, y'all, please. Don't do it. But if you look on there, I'm trying to tell you, like, I have some pictures. But it's like, wow, Tiffany, I see how you have changed as a person. And looking at those pictures, I'm like, oh, I remember that day, that time, how you were feeling, what you did, blah, blah, blah. I remember how you went to this club or you did this, this, and that. Like, I used to, okay, we're not That going. is true. The growth, <laughs> even on a personal level and, like, your business growth. Mm -hmm. Like, looking at how my graphics started. And I was just, like, so scared to take that first step. But you have to because have there's to. no other way to get to the end. Like, mm -mm. you just have to take those first couple steps. Literally, fear is something that is never going to go away. It's always going to be here. And it's a necessity, honestly, because if you aren't fearful of things, then who's to say that you're really committed? Who's to say that you really want to do it, you know? Yeah. When you really fear something, it's – Mostly because, like, oh, I can, I can see an outcome that is for the better. Like, I can see success. I can see growth. I can see um, how this could take off and and bring wealth, not just financially, but mentally and emotionally to so many people, including myself. Yeah. It's like an obstacle that we have to overcome throughout life for the rest of our life. <laughs> like literally. You said it. <laughs> the rest of your life you are going to be fearful okay yeah but i know i'm making a good decision like when i kind of it's this weird type of fear that i feel mm -hmm. and when i feel that i'm like okay i need to do this it's like an anxiety that's thing. what i felt when i first started my business right that's what i felt when i was doing my like when i first built my website like mm -hmm. when i was just scared about the first order the first this mm -hmm. so whenever i feel that feeling i'm just like all right come on you gotta take that first step because it's all gonna be good after mm -hmm. this. Like, and see they say that you should never be fearful of anything the only person you should fear is god or whoever you believe in mm -hmm. however um <laughs> that's true or whatever but i just feel like that ain't always the, the case you know that just ain't always the case um if there was one person on this earth, living right now, that you could shadow for an entire year. I'm talking about live with them, follow their every single move. The only time you would not be with them is when they doing grown folk things uh -huh. <laughs> or if they are in a bathroom or something like that. If there was one person on this earth, who would it be and why? Oprah. <laughs> I have them already. Oprah from the jump has been someone I looked up to oh, when I, I was her. younger. My mom didn't play about Black History Month. Mm -hmm. So I remember <clears> being <throat> in school like, okay, I'm going to dress up as Oprah Winfrey. I'm going to dress up as Madam C.J. Walker. Like I was yes. all the black girls with the money. I was that. <laughs> so like I would definitely, I look up to Oprah in every way, just how she's built her brand, how just her backstory mm -hmm. on like all the things she went through, like having a child, losing the child, going through all the personal things she went through as far as like rape molestation like mm -hmm. i really look up to her and just seeing where she started as a journalist where she wasn't even 100 percent all the way good at her job yeah. like i look up to that so seeing where she is now how she just still like to me embodies so much love mm -hmm. 
I just love it. I just want to watch her all day long. Literally, like, can you just be my just God grandma? Like, for real. <laughs> oh, wow. can you just be my nana? I remember being so like semi jealous when she um when she built that school in Africa for the mm-hmm. girls. I was like, why am I not there? And see, I found <laughs> myself being semi jealous there. <laughs> and when she donated all that money to your beloved school <laughs> because i personally go to a pwi and oh, i honestly can we please HBCU, but, we go but see that. listen listen i may go to grad school we're gonna see what the lord tells me in a couple months when i graduate and if i do i've always wanted to go to clark however I went to, you know, what kind of school we went to? We went to a charter school, mm-hmm. predominantly white. Then I went to um, what middle school? Oh, yeah, we that was the same middle school. It was mm-hmm. a charter school. Then I went to Mays in Atlanta. And it was oh, yeah. nothing but black folks. And I loved it. But I feel like I was experiencing black people at a time where I was kind of like, growing into myself but kind of into myself already so i wanted to experience more than that because i'm like it's more than black people on this earth in middle school when we had blacks whites hispanics whoever it was just our friends you know yeah. we hang out with them your parents ask oh what little it friend is that you more too. it teaches you more so i'm like i need to go to a pwi i wanted to see more of that but i strongly strongly mm. strongly do not appreciate how many black people do not contribute to pwis literally we we need money too shoot yeah we need encouragement i feel like i go to georgia state everybody know most of the people there is black like (laughs) let's be real if you're white you're black like you're asian you're black everybody's black at georgia state (laughs) so i just feel like i understand the historical side and the need for hbcu yes and i i support that in every way like i tell my brother like no we're going to hbcu you're not going to none of these (laughs) other schools but it's still that thing when you get when you when you pulling them loans, you like, dang, mm-hmm. I matter too. Right. True. Matter Why? Too. But I do see their their the, what they pay for mm-hmm. is way more than we're paying for. So I can understand yeah, that if you want to make sure all these students who took that leap and said, I wanna give it all to HBCU. A private institution is way different from a public one. <laughs> yeah, That's true. It is. Um I want to go back to what you was asking, like what's um, what's the obstacle that like a lot of us face or, mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, listen to the conversation and what come to mind. I would say um, perspectives, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it, like you were saying, we all have our own experiences. That's why we all sit at this table talking about what we do today. I would say the big thing is perspective, and I would say the fact that we all have been through like different experiences and we all feeling it. We all have failed and gotten back up. We're able to see things different ways mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people jump into things and be so used to something that might have been structured or having some help where when they get in that position and then obstacles come their way they don't know how to move about it because they don't know how to look at it in multiple perspectives mm-hmm. they might end up getting outside advice that might be the same perspective but I feel like we actually when you get it to as a critic, you do get in like certain like slumps and stuck, and mm-hmm. you be trying to think, oh, what's next? Oh, what do the audience want to see? And I feel like that's why certain artists and certain celebrities and stuff like that takes that takes that break because they mm-hmm. want to like go out there experience, go read a book for a second, um, go on vacation just to travel. Because sometimes a lot of your ideas come from while you're on vacation, while you're relaxing, while you're like you know looking at the wall, staring at the ceiling, why you For actually real. got some time to think. Mm-hmm. So I do feel like um, having multiple perspectives do help 
and that's an obstacle that we kind of do um have to like get around like having um multiple ideas figuring out is there another way can you go about this is that the only way you have like yeah. have you seek for other ways and i was um yeah i would say yeah perspective what was the other question? Oh, the other question was... Who do you look up to? Yeah, who, who do, do I, you look to? Who do I look up to? Who would you shadow for the rest of... For uh, a year? Who would I shadow? <laughs> this might be funny. Um, I've been telling everybody all year round that I want to work with Young Thug. <laughs> <laughs> I know this sounds quite funny, but t- to, like, to me, like my favorite artist is Marco McKinnitz. Mm-hmm. But I the reason why I like Young Thug is more... Beto- for his fashion and his music career, like I, when you hear stories about Young Thug, he literally pays people to get out of the hood to go like start off their career, and I felt like I, I'm on that line where I've worked with people, you know what I'm saying? I don't charge people all the time. Like if I feel like you're trying to build your portfolio, I help people with their websites, you know, for free because I want to see you make it. Like I am trying to close that that gap for us. That you know what I'm saying? We trying to take over, like, have more um, our own business and, you know what I'm saying, have more uh, storefronts and ha- just have more creatives. We're not just out here just getting a, a job at FedEx and all that and living an everyday thing. Mm, say that. So I would I would say Young Thug because I've seen him help people and I see how he lived for himself no matter what anybody says. Like, this man can have a cover with a dress on. You know, he can get his nails done. And I he love, he's. I feel like he's a true definition of, like, he's, like, you know, he's the idea, like, He's not trying to be somebody. He just be himself. If he like it, it's whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And yeah, I would like to shout out Young Thug. Now I don't know about the whole day. I don't know what he got going on, but I definitely for would a like, year. Yeah, I definitely feel like shadowing Young Thug for you. I I feel like if he let me shadow him for a year, I feel like we'll actually talk about some creative things. I feel like he'd be interested in my ideas, and I feel like we'll be able to share some things. And I feel like we can line up with something and to help better the community. Like he's out here pulling artists out of there, out of the hood. To, you know what I'm saying? Better themselves. Like I pay you to, to get to be in the studio. Like mm-hmm. I literally, I don't know how many times I literally probably, um, I I paid for my brother to be in the studio one time. You know what I'm saying? To help him get out there one time. Mm-hmm. I've um I have a friend um named Camille Brown that I work with. Um, she's trying to make uh, modeling a full thing for her. She wants to get paid for it. And you know, I help her with her portfolio, you know what I'm saying? I don't charge her, you know what I'm saying? I made an agreement that I'm gonna help you get your pictures. Like, you have things or ideas that you want to bring in life, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Let's get them out there as quick as we can. If you want, you know what I'm saying? You wanna be up there, let's do it. So I really would like to work with Young Thug. I know that's weird, but no. I mean, if that's who you want to work with, that's who you want to work with. I, no, no judgment, no shade right. from here, okay? <laughs> and I think it's really dope that you are working with her um, for free. And, and okay, because the thing is, I feel like there's such um, animosity sometimes <laughs> when you ask somebody to do something for you and you can't afford to pay them. It's like okay, but I know you may think I was gonna do it for free. However, however, if y'all have an agreement, because I'm sure you saw where you could succeed in that situation by helping her. You know what I'm saying? So it's like an even exchange. And even if you are doing that out of the kindness of your heart, you're simply doing it out of the kindness of your heart. And the more you do things of that nature, the more you will get in return. I don't I know. Like I truly, I truly believe that. I don't know if you're a spiritual person I'm or not. I'm very spiritual. I'm, I'm very generous. Um, I'm very... Um, 
I'm very selfless. I'm, I've, I've been having some selfish moments, but that's just, I have to balance that out. Mm-hmm. I can be very selfless where, like, you know, I'm, I'm, like, trying to do things on my own. Um, I don't think about myself so much or my health and all that. Um, I'm very caring. I'm always, you know what I'm saying, giving out stuff because I feel like I get that energy back. And mm-hmm. honestly, if somebody treats me wrong or treats me bad, I still treat them just like I, if I met him as a friend. Like, mm-hmm. I don't treat nobody bad. You you, you, you see yeah. me at the shop multiple times. You have like, never really seen nice. I'm really nice. nice. Like, every, um, <laughs> at the shop, Rub like, every customer come through, like, <laughs> They know I, I give a good vibe, but I do believe, like, you know what I'm saying, giving off 100% good energy, you're going to, like, always, you know what I'm saying, get something back. You are, it's going to be time, but you still probably get some negative energy, but I feel like you shouldn't feed into that, yeah. you know. I feel, people feel like um, I did learn to normalize a lot of things, you know, um, in a good way, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I, like, learned to be very positive, like, okay, it happens, you got to push forward. Like, I was talking about earlier, like, having most respect, like, okay, this happened, boom, what we going to do next? Mm-hmm. I can't sit here and waste time. I'm thinking about, oh, it really happened. Because now I'm wasting more time. You are <laughs> definitely wasting more time. <laughs> so. And definitely rub off on me because <laughs> I am still, you know, just growing in that sense and trying not to let people's when we, when we emotions mention, When we off. mention growing, I feel like that's good. Like when somebody say I'm still growing, I love it. I want to be still growing my whole life. I don't want to get anywhere. Like, I'm done. I'm a tree. Life. I can't go no farther than that no That's more. That's the number one line. <laughs> you know, I can't go no farther. But. Did not like growing up. Mm-hmm. I'm grown. Like whenever <laughs> I heard someone say that, I didn't respect them as much mm-hmm. because I felt like they thought they knew it all. That was it. But like life, the the elders that I really look up to just taught me like like you're forever learning to the day you die. Mm-hmm. Like and if you live like that, you'll be happy mm-hmm. because you'll stay young. Yes. You never get old if you're always learning. That is so true. That is so true. And I, I do mention all the time that I'm grown. But when I say I'm grown, I just mean like age-wise. Like legally, if I mess up right now, I can be put in jail. You know oh, what I'm saying? Yeah, like clean, right. clean. Like you're in right, that right. sense, we're technically grown. But I'm still yeah. growing. Yeah. I want to make sure that I am progressing in life and um, adapting to everything that's changing, you know? Yeah. I want to be a chameleon in a sense i want to sit back i'm that person i'm such an observer i like to sit back and see how things pan out because i have my opinions of things and i'm like yep that's gonna turn out like that but i'm just sitting back and relax <laughs> you know yeah, i ain't gonna so put it in the atmosphere i'm gonna just keep it in my head and then if you know it comes to fruition then it's like oh told you so <laughs> right. um what is something that you pray for on a daily basis Dun, dun, dun. That's a good one. <laughs> um, something I pray for on an everyday basis is um my family, my friends, my daughter, um everyone around me. Honestly, like if I work, if I I pray, for, excuse me, I, I pray for like people that I work with. Um, I pray for everybody every day just to make sure like everybody good vibe. Nothing happened to nobody. Like mm-hmm. when I'm at the shop, when people walk out, I be like, "Love you," you know. People laugh, you know, because you know I do. I laugh. They laugh all the time because <laughs> you know we're in the world now. Like somebody could be gone tomorrow. Somebody could be gone yeah. in, in Ooh, a slight instant, um, in a second. So I pray amongst everybody. You know, like I don't just pray for myself. I feel like we all need to get into that that mindset. You have to pray for people that you work with, that you work around you, because the energy it doesn't stop in a circle. Like it, mm-hmm. it travels, it connects. You know, transfers. It transfers. You know, energy is a really big thing. Like it, if we don't have magic, then you know the next big thing is like us. Like energy, people, vibes. Yes. You know. Yes. Yes. So, <laughs> I I pray for, I pray for my friends, my family, my daughter. 
you know what I'm saying, life, um, any upcoming things that's coming my way, um, something I've already been through, hoping I never go through that again. Mm-hmm. I just take the time to do stuff like that. Yeah, that's true. I Go ahead. Oh, <laughs> I would say I pray for, like, balance, growth, and understanding. Mm-hmm. Those are the – mine don't sound as cool as him. I was like, I wish that <laughs> – Not even cool. But I would say balance just because just – life is not you you have to stay balanced and Mm -hmm. i'm just learning more about just internally how important it is to stay balanced and then just my surroundings how i need to excuse me balance my everyday life Mm -hmm. and understanding sometimes i realize looking back on life i would i would judge people and situations and i didn't have understanding i'm so so i feel like I definitely pray for just understanding family situations. Why does this person act this way still? Mm. You mm. know, you um, why yes. is this person at my job acting like I want to mm. understand the full situation because I am that person. That was the biggest issue I feel like I had when I came to state. My mother, I could say my mother, and my father definitely pushed me to always be understanding. Mm-hmm. Like you don't know somebody's whole situation. So when I got to school and I was homeschooled I didn't deal with the high school drama period so like hearing people talk about somebody else you don't know her life why are you talking about her like that (laughs) oh my gosh Kiki that is so you (laughs) I can't yeah like I really try to maybe they're going like I'm that type of person oh my gosh yes so I I definitely pray for understanding because I want that for myself I want someone to understand what I'm going through if I ever slip up or if they just don't get what's going on I want there to be some type of understanding Mm -hmm. and for growth I really just overall like I want black I want to see black people grow I want to see women grow like I just want to yes. see everybody around me grow yes. I want to see them doing better I'm never jealous of anybody's success mm-hmm. and I just pray for success for other people it makes me so happy like to hear one of my friends doing this thing yes. I'm like oh my god what? Tell me about so it. I just pray don't for don't forget me growth. when you get to the top yeah no <laughs> yes for real and I just love like right now right now like I know a lot of people do complain about certain things that are going on socially mm-hmm. but I just feel like I have a just a great support system like I feel like everybody around me is always pushing me to go harder and I do the same thing so mm-hmm. I'm just grateful to be in this time where we can pick up our phone connect with somebody and just build a relationship off of that Yes, networking is so important. It's so important. Relationships are so important. Going through them and experiencing them and um, understanding every other person's, um, you know, beliefs and and their ways of life and how they were raised is important because you learn more about them. Um, One thing I pray for on a daily basis, I, I always say a prayer and I get up or before I go to sleep and I'm like, God, thank you for waking my family and I up on this wonderful day. I ask that you bless us and protect us in every way possible, blah, 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 blah. That is literally how I start off every prayer. But I always, always, always ask for guidance because sometimes I, not sometimes on a daily basis, I kind of get to a point, especially now where I'm about to graduate college and I am so, so bad at comparing myself to other people, Lord Jesus. Not necessarily my physical characteristics, but I'll say to myself, wow, mm-hmm. she's 18, she's a millionaire. Oh, yeah. She got three years on me and a bunch <laughs> of money on me. Like, <laughs> I am that person. Or I'm like, oh, wow, she really believes in herself. That's great. I'll get there one day. <laughs> or, oh, wow, she's doing great on social media, promoting her business and blah, 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 blah. But what are you doing, Tiff? Oh, man. I'm that person. I'm, I'm growing. I'm doing better 
at um doing that and i'm understanding you know people are dying when people are being born people getting married while others are getting divorced like we all have our own time and it's all on god's timing um so i just ask him for guidance i'm like okay today guide me throughout the day send me signs tell me what i need to do um I make sure that I am engaging more into my Bible and I'm reading and understanding him. So I'll understand the signs when he sends them to me. I'm understanding like I need to get up and go. I need to make sure that when I am communicating with others or when I'm planning my day and I'm writing things in my planner that I am writing steps as well. Because it's one thing to say, okay, you need to create content for this week's social media and there's another thing if i'm sitting there like okay so on monday what is that content going to be what is your caption going to be what is um your what the polls going to be on your your story and things of that nature so i'm always 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 asking him for guidance and i think it's helping um at church last night i'm like well i realized i need to ask for wisdom as well because mm-hmm. once you're wise, you understand your purpose in life. And once you understand your purpose, you are able to put your purpose out and serve other people. And that's what we're here for. We're here to serve other people. I mean, he created man and woman to take care of the land and to take care of each other. So um, that's definitely something that I pray for on a daily basis. And um, I also just pray that everybody is okay and that if anything happens that I don't end off on a bad note with that person like you said you never know when somebody's gonna drop dead right <laughs> you never know yeah. and i don't want to have any type of ill will with anybody if that happens and um it's or kind of a regrets. fear of mine like, yeah i don't want right. to have any I didn't, regrets. I didn't say i love you like right. i didn't do this you don't want to do that yeah. speaking of do y'all have regrets in life hmm. um no <laughs> like going, yeah, going, like, going back, going back to what you said earlier, um, I'm I, I'm I'm still doing my research. What life really is like if if it's freedom, if it's faith. I mean, what free will, faith, or destiny. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you know, like you were saying, everything happened for a reason. As you making these decisions, you know, yeah, you in this place, but it's X Y Z. Okay, boom, it breaks down the bracket into mm-hmm. these new directions, but. I don't think I regret one thing. I felt like everything happened made me who I who I currently am today. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I don't regret nothing. That's good. Yeah. Do I don't have you? any regrets. I really feel like almost every point in my life, like it was just meant to happen. Like I remember, I'm I didn't say, but I was born in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. So like growing up, all I wanted to do was go back to Cleveland. Like, when we moved down here, I was like, man, I'm going. I'm tired of these other wow. folks. I'm going back I'm to Cleveland. Like... Say it again. You know, with AIDS. <laughs> so, I would say that was like, it was little pieces of my life where it was just like, I want to go backwards. Mm-hmm. Where I didn't understand, like, for real, God put you in situations. You're moving forward. You're moving forward to the end goal. And sometimes we want ourselves to go backwards, but you can't, like, you were pushed out of that situation for a reason. So I don't have any regrets. If I made a decision, it was it was meant to be. He put me towards the other part. That's good. That's good. I don't have any regrets either, but I like how you mentioned um, understanding life and um, comparing whether or not it's freedom, it's faith, uh, or destiny. Mm-hmm. And I think life is a huge game. It's a huge... Um, it's like a, 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 a 
wow, it's a scam. <laughs> it's like a huge game, and you have people who are on your team, you have people that aren't on your team, you have referees, you have um, competitors, you have obstacles to play with. It's Monopoly, you know? You have the freedom to have faith or not to have faith and to use your faith to get to your destiny. You know, it's it's a big com- combination of yeah. everything. It's all games. <laughs> think it's a game. Think it's a game. Um, it's it's a it's it's quite a bit. But um, to conclude this episode, I want to start something new. It's a fill in the blank segment called okay. "What's on your plate?" Okay, because it's breakfast with Tiffany. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I um, might just open. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> It's called What's on My Plate. And so I'll start the sentence off, and then I want each of you to fill it in according to how you feel, okay? Mm-hmm. Who wants to, Okay, ladies first. Ladies Come on, first. he That's pointed right to you. Right. Talk about first. a gentle man, okay? <laughs> um, I am destined for greatness because. Ooh, I'm destined <laughs> for greatness because I just feel like we're all destined for greatness. It's mm-hmm. more so, are you going to. Are you okay with your destiny? So I'm. I, I just am because I am. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's in me. Period. Okay. What about you? I am destined for greatness because. Um, I am destined for greatness because my my believer. Like I don't think he placed me in this world to set me up to you know be a failure mm-hmm. to be in a slump or to be sad, I think the end goal, I would be successful at whatever I dream of doing if it's just owning a small coffee shop mm-hmm. or a small bar or, you know, being a partner with Chick-fil-A. I feel like whatever my goal at the end, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be 100% satisfied because he already know all the stuff that I was going to take to get there. Mm-hmm. He's not going to put me somewhere where I'm not successful, I'm not happy, so... That's how I feel I'm successful. I feel like my believer, I believe that I'm going to be successful at the end. I'm going to love what I'm doing mm-hmm. because I had faith in God, and I kept that faith in him, and I just follow whatever he wants me to do. Serving more people, okay, I would do that. Like Whatever the sign is, I follow that because I know at the end he's going to set me where I need to be. That's true. That's true. Okay, there's six more. My favorite number is seven. So um, <laughs> six wow, more. Wow, <laughs> that's crazy. Come on, number of completion. Right. Um, my greatest flaw is blank, and I will blank to improve on it. Ooh, my greatest flaw is I don't know how to put this into one word, mm-hmm. but it's more so like just my confidence, like mm-hmm. looking down on myself, beating myself up about little things that nobody else even notice like <laughs> and I, I'll say I'll work on that by just I'm I'm someone like I feel like you can s- kind of speak anything into existence so mm-hmm. I kind of just give myself that little affirmation like okay you are smart you're this you're that <laughs> and I promise you you believe it at the end like and it it's not even that you believe it it's something in your head like it just all clicks like yeah that that is me I'm, I'm all that and more like, <laughs> so, yeah. come on that and a bag of chips all right, my greatest flaw is blank, and I will blank to improve on it. <laughs> um, I think my greatest flaw is, I would say, I mean, I guess going back to, like, um, my confidence, um, going back to confidence, like, 
I guess I would say my greatest flaw would probably be um well I would say my relationship um with people but not with people I guess I guess my relationship with women kind of I kind <laughs> I would say I tend to I'm very nice and very generous and I can be very laid back and you know I don't really yell or like I don't always stand on my two feet. So I guess standing standing for myself is kind of like, I guess what I would say my greatest flaw sometimes. I tend to get in situations where I tend to fold to other people's emotions instead of standing for what my what's, what I'm feeling and like what's in my guts. And I tend to slowly get manipulated because I keep myself in that stage instead of thinking like, oh wait, this is not what I really wanted it to be. So I think my biggest flaw would be just allowing people to like manipulate me I'm thinking I'm working on that by you know being more selfish standing for myself yeah I know this hurt but this it's the right thing to it's do. the right thing to do you know so I would say being manipulated is probably like one of my biggest flaws already then yeah. If, yeah. <laughs> if people <All> right, <laughs> he's like, don't get me so emotional. Don't let right, me start right. talking about something I don't need to. Um, if people were to choose three words to describe me, I would want them to be. Oh, I would want them to be. Not uh-huh. what they are. Okay. Uh-huh. Mm. I would like trustworthy. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, dang! It's only three. Let me stop. <laughs> um, trustworthy. It's my second favorite number three. Mm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I would say hardworking. I would want them to say hardworking. Sometimes I don't, but I know, like, I push myself because I want someone to say, like, oh, she's really good at what she does. She's hardworking. And kind. I want people to say I'm nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good quality to have, though. Yeah, like, I, it's, it's, outplayed i kind of feel like people don't give it enough credit but yes have to just be kind and it's so simple yeah saying compliment is just that's enough sometimes even if you're looking at somebody like i don't really like her hair but oh my gosh your outfit is nice you know like oh i don't really like your shoes but oh my gosh you're so nice like you're so cute a compliment goes a long way so kind what did you say? I said kind, trustworthy, trustworthy and, and hardworking. Hardworking. Yeah. Okay, what about you? Um, I would say comfortable. Um, people probably say, you know, comfortable. I guess in both ways, like being around me, you can be yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really judge nobody. Like I met a lot of people, where they just, you know, they was like, oh, well, I can be comfortable around you. Mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about this and that when I'm like kicking it with you. And that's what I really want people to be most like comfortable around me. Like I want you to just be yourself. Like mm-hmm. I love it when people just be themselves. Mm-hmm. So I'll say comfortable. Um, driven. I'm very driven. If I have an idea, I go I go for it. Um, like I'm constantly learning something new. And somebody asked me a week ago, wow, what do you don't do? And I said, I guess the things that I haven't put my mind to yet. Mm-hmm. But I also, I like but, that, but, right? <laughs> what you, when you was talking earlier, um, I can't remember what you said earlier, but it was like you said something, you said some quote, but you was also saying like that also could not be true. So I was saying, you know, it's a thin line between a lot of things. Like, yeah, it's also what you don't put your mind to. But when you, 
you know, it's also what you don't put your mind to. And they be like, oh, if you put your mind to it, you get it. But sometimes you won't get it. So sometimes you have to move on. So it's a thin line between that. But the last thing I would probably say is, so I said comfortable, driven, and I'm very generous. I, I'm very yeah. given. I'm very given. Um, I would say I'm very. He said it the last time, like, oh, I'm very giving. Like. I, I'm like, I'm very giving. Like, I, don't, I love it. Like, I, I told somebody. Um, I had a deep conversation with a friend. Um, a couple of days ago, named Anna. Um, she's very cool. She does uh, modeling, and she also uh, she wants. It's crazy. She wants to start her own podcast. But tell I was, her to do it. I, I, I told her I, um, she listened to podcasts every day. I told her that I was gonna be on one, and I was like, as soon as I find out the link and all that, I would definitely share it with you. But I was letting her know, like, I'm very given where, like, I like when I'm having a hard time in my life, I like to just kind of, like, go out and give to other people. Mm-hmm. That makes me feel better. And when I'm having my at my lowest point, I become more generous. I don't, not sure why, but I'm just very given. So I would say driven, very generous, given, um, and comfortable, you know, trustworthy, you know, hands in hand. All that. So, okay, okay, okay. Um, My favorite quality within myself is? What do you like about yeah, yourself he the most? Always first. He gets the upper <laughs> hand. He gets to sit there and well, Okay, the last wait, wait, two is on him. I got something. Oh, go I got something. You know, as a man, we should always let a woman go first. But what men also forget that a woman always has the option to go second if she would like to. I, I, I want to take that. <laughs> okay, the last three. Is you Did that make go sense? Second. That's the first time I said that. That makes sense. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, you said it again. Okay. Um, may you repeat the question again, please? Yes, my favorite my favorite quality within myself is. I would say the way I think. Um, I, I feel like I think different on things and I felt like that helped me out of a lot of situations. I felt like that helped me with a lot of relationships that I've grown with people. I felt like the way I think helped me also start my brand. When I when I thought about it, I jumped straight into it. Um, of course I did surveys, oh do you think this design is cool? Um making certain pieces, you know. Um, I would say my favorite, you know, my favorite quality about me is the way I think. I think I try to think about multiple perspectives at first before it's just saying something out of despite when it's an argument or if it's, you know what I'm saying, a discussion you're having. Um, open-minded. You know, very open-minded. So, yeah, I would I would say the, um, the way I think. I try to, you know, see mo- multiple perspectives. I try to be an open book. I try to see the other side of the story. You know, I don't just think about myself Play devil's all the time. advocate. I you try know. that. That's that's it works. So, yeah, I'm always playing devil's advocate. The way I think, and I think that's probably why people like collabing with me. I like combining two ideas to create a greater idea. Mm-hmm. They say it's nothing new under the sun, but it's a lot of new people under the sun. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of new people I could be working with, you know. So, so yeah. What about you, Kiki? So, I would say I like the fact that. That I'm open-minded just because I came from, I didn't come from, okay, everybody in in Atlanta, in the South, kind of grew up a certain way. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I don't have that, so I was different. That's that Cleveland in you. (laughs) Yeah, and then I was like, I grew up Muslim, and so I just have a different thought process Mm -hmm. that everybody else didn't necessarily have. And I feel like that allowed me to be more open-minded, especially just how I was raised. I was just raised to think, like, if I went through this, I can only imagine if yada yada went through this mm-hmm. or this, that, or whatever. So I feel like me open my mind to things and also just 
being open to trying new things, like anything. And I just love how, I don't want to say selfless, but one of the number one things that I just love to do is community service. Everybody who knows me, you already know. Yes, we've been there, done that together. (laughs) So I love community service. And I remember when I first started, it was just like, when I would go to Cleveland, y'all, they'd be like, why you got to do community service? You did jail time. (laughs) I, no, I did not. I just want to serve my community. Okay, I want to get 100 hours in, like, just because. So I just feel like I've always loved that. And I'm never, ever, ever going to stop, like, giving back. Legit. I do feel like something I need to work on is just, like, doing that to people that I know, like, always wanting to give to them. But I, um, community service is a big thing for me. And being open to just give and not expect anything into re- in return is a quality that I love within myself. Okay, okay, okay. Um, Three more, three more. One thing I would tell my younger self is. It ain't that deep. Oh, that's what I would tell myself. It ain't even that deep. It ain't even that deep, sis. <laughs> that deep. All that crying you doing Why over there, Barbie doll. <laughs> Why are we crying right now? Like, for real. I feel like there was always, like, two me's in my head. Like, girl, <laughs> what is we doing? <laughs> so I feel like that's one thing I would tell myself is just to relax. Take it slow. Take it easy. It will come with times. It's, it's okay. That's really good. Relax. Yeah. Mm. Mm. What about you? One thing you'll tell your younger self. Wow. I honestly have never thought about this question. <laughs> I thought about it, but in a different way. Due to, like, the old me and who I am now, you know, I've been through a lot, and now I'm, like, you know, I'm doing the opposite of, like, all the things that I couldn't do. Like, so the old me, you know, bore my holes in my eardrums. When I was 13, I wanted to do sports, but I, I had a heart murmur, so I had a small hole in my mm-hmm. heart. And then, you know, later on finding out that as I'm doing photography, you know, I always been colorblind, but I never thought it would affect me so heavy, but it also made my art, my craft different from other people. So I would just say, like, if I had one thing to say to my younger self, I would be, you know, like, you know, I'm, like, I'm proud of you. Like, you, you stood your ground mm-hmm. to this point, so I can transition to this next stage. So I would just say, I didn't fold. I kept pushing to figure out ways to like, you know, be where I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. So I would say I'm proud of, I would, if I'm talking to myself, I would say I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Like you held it down. You didn't fold. I could have, being from Atlanta, I could have definitely went out in the street. It's just how with other bit. friends, you know, I decided to stay inside and be more creative. And like, instead of playing basketball, YouTube, on how to do other stuff, on how to, to d- make pieces, create stuff, I found, Creating stuff was my way of like, you know, I ain't gonna say escaping life, but I, it was fun for me. Yeah. So I would say, mm-hmm. if I said mm-hmm. anything to my, um, to my younger self, it'd be, I'm proud of you for holding it down. <laughs> I'm holding it down, you P-O-P. know? P.O.P. <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> P.O.P. for holding it down, you know? <laughs> I'm definitely proud of you for that. That's good. Um, before I leave this earth, I will. Oh, that is so much, <laughs> that is so much. That's hard for me just because I feel like there's a million five things that I want to do. Mm-hmm. But but what will you do before you leave this earth? Um, Speaking into existence. I would say, she's there's so many things. Like, I don't know if I want to go, like, personal or <laughs> if I want to do, like, money stuff. Right, um, it's so hard, right? Yeah, that's a hard one. These questions get hard. Yeah, they get like, oh, why did you email <laughs> me? <laughs> Um, like I'm in a pageant. Yeah. <laughs> well, I do not want to take. I don't want to take you there. Listen, I've been in the pageant. I know how it is. Man, right. I would say before I leave this earth, I 
that's a hard one. I want to. You will. I will. Dun, I'm gonna be dun, rich. Dun. I'm sorry, I can't <laughs> go there, but I'm gonna be rich. I talk to God, and we have an understanding. <laughs> That's good. And I'm not and mad I at also, it. I like that saying. Right? I, I talk like, to God. And we, we, gotta we have an understanding. We ain't. I'm not going out yet. That's good. I, but I, I would say it's that. because so. the, it's not even. I want to be rich. It's like I want to have wealth because I always did. Like I just want to help my family. Like I've always. My family, they're so talented and skilled. And I'm like, if we just had certain resources, like, I can see this. I can see it. So I just want to I just wanna see us all together. I want to see my family. You know, family can sometimes have drama, and I just want to see mm-hmm. none of that. I, I just know by the time it's my time to go, that got to be gone. So if y'all listening, that got to be gone <laughs> by the time I go. And we're going to have money and, and just love. Like, I... It took me a long time because I was really uneasy with that word. Mm -hmm. But that's one thing I just want to always make sure by the time I leave this earth, I'm just like, you know, giving love. Everybody around me can say she was loving, she was caring, she did this, that, and whatever. Come on, love. Just the (laughs) L-O-B-E. Just the (laughs) L-O-B-E. All right, what about you? Before I leave this earth, I will. Before I leave this earth, I will... I'm going to just pick one thing because that, that's really still my main focus is having giving back to the community um, my brand target people that have disabilities and stuff so I will eventually have my own like I want to have my own pageant my own fashion show my own panel discussion with you know everybody but the conversation just to be about people that have disability and about being normal. So when I leave this earth, I would have a whole nonprofit thing going on where I'm giving back to the community and people that have like disability and hoping that I can run a pageant and a fashion show and a brand that will support them and make sure they stand in front. Like not just creating a brand that says this and that, but I'm also working on how to design pieces the ones that have a hard time you know dressing themselves or mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. hoping that i can not just make them feel good about themselves but also make them feel like they could be more independent because i'm pretty sure they probably have their moments where they don't feel like they can be you know independent so mm-hmm. if, you like, if you like that sometimes <laughs> yes but okay. i feel like we i just always want to see people do good and yes. like you can start taking people. Yeah, you like that's he raised his hand. I'm so yeah, sorry, like, uh. but no, you mentioned something earlier. You know how they be all like, "Oh, oh, don't forget about me when you get to the top." I kind of be like, "I oh, don't say that." You know what I'm saying? I wanted to be like, "Yo, when I'm at the top, you at the top." Yeah, yeah. I want with me when I, yeah. you know, with me to the when top. me and her yes. had a discussion. I, I'm releasing those photos soon. But when uh. you had a discussion, when I wanted to do a collaboration <laughs> with your your brand, your yeah. your brand as well. I was. I wanted to be able to like when I have my own storefront and I have my clothes out there. People are just not walking in to search for clothes as well. When you walking into a store, you are searching for clothes. You are also searching for stuff that also better your skin as well. Yeah. I want you to be able to find everything you need in a store. You know? That is so crazy so because I have I'm the, at the same top, you dream at the top aspiration. Too, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. You do. Tell your dream. Tell your I dream. Literally, Talk to her. I literally. I am going to have a storefront, <laughs> and inside the store, I will sell. All products, like just a variety of products by young people who are black. 
So, or I would say minorities. Sorry, white folks. Um, <laughs> so if you are Latino, Latina, whatever. Um, if you are Asian, if you're black, your products are going to be welcome in my store. And in the middle of my store, I am going to have a factory where my products are being made. I like and that. people cute. who come in are able to see how it's being made and see that it's a dream that became my reality. They see the process. The process. Yeah. That's good. And I'm here for it. Sometimes people don't understand you, but they see the process. Like, yes. Yeah. But they I can't mean, talk about you. They, don't know, they can't talk about, about that you. girl. <laughs> and then some people say, you know, you got to keep your mouth shut, hold your dreams to yourself, your plans to yourself. Yeah. But at the end of the it's day, what's for me is for me. I'm not like that. That was another thing I heard so much of, like, I guess it depends on the industry you're in. Yeah. That plays a part, but... Just like, you know, people don't want to really help that you, you. they don't want to share you. When I tell you, like, so many people help me, like, even when it comes to my labels, getting my labels designed, mm-hmm. getting, um, booking a studio to have a photo shoot, like, yep. how people would just be like, you know what, I just want to see you do good, don't worry about it. Don't like, about or I got it. you for this, don't worry about it. And I thank them, I try to give back whatever way, you a fool, <laughs> you a supply, I got you. <laughs> but, um, I just, I'm just thankful for that, just the help. Yes. And you, you have to give that back. You have to. Yeah, like, I'm not, I'm just, I'm such an open book. And I feel like, like I said, what's for me is for me. So no matter what I say, I can give you the plan. I can give you the recipe, literally. But if you don't grow the fruit, grow the food like I do, if you don't grow it on the land mm-hmm. that I grow it on, if you don't take care of it like I do, it will, you can't be me. Period. <laughs> like, there's no other me. And we can have the same product. I mean, there's different brands to catch up. There's doggone Walmart, and then there's Sam's. There's Sam's, and there's Costco's. Like, it's we're always going to, like, there's going to be duplicates, but we're never going to be the same, and that's just the reality of it. Anyway, last but not least, this show, Breakfast with Tiffany, is blank. Ooh, it's the best show ever, <laughs> and no. I feel like it's uplifting, and it's also... Breakfast with Tiffany's. Ooh, it just fills your soul. I listen to <laughs> Breakfast with Tiffany's when I'm cleaning the house, y'all. Because that's the Thank only time I, I got time to actually hear. <laughs> so so it was just just listening to the stories that you guys talk about and the perspectives. I just love how it's not like you are looking for people on the panel to kind of be like you I don't like that so Mm -hmm. I feel like you're not doing that and you always have like a good range of people Mm -hmm. and I I respect that because it's kind of giving the listener a choice to oh I want to kind of listen to what she's saying Mm -hmm. the guest is saying this I agree with that and just saying oh I never thought about it like that before Mm -hmm. so I really like that about your show and I'm just so proud of you thank you stop (laughs) don't make me stop it stop it that's enough I'm so proud of you just because of where we started I just feel like we're all like really trying to work towards what we believe Mm -hmm. in and just seeing where you started and just like oh no I want to have this and Oh, and Tiffany had ideas, ideas, y'all. I have so many ideas. ideas. So just to see her like, you know what? I'm going to have fun with this idea, and I'm going to combine it with this idea and this time, whatever. I love that. It's beautiful. Thank you. One day you will see all my ideas coming to fruition. Oh, no, they are. It's just, keep going. Don't stop. I am. I am. Okay. Breakfast with Tiffany is? Breakfast with Tiffany. Um... Tell me about your um, it was it was think? amazing. I would say the vibes 
when I first met you outside the building. Um, I already knew we was gonna have a good time. I yes, felt the energy. Met, I was excited. <laughs> um, I would say this podcast. I would like this inspired me to do it again. Like I would love to talk, like talk about things, like just have discussions and stuff like that. I felt like these podcasts, well, your podcast, you definitely broke like a lot of things. Um, whoever listened to this, I felt like it would be very helpful. It wasn't just us just talking about um, life and personal stuff. I felt like a lot of people need to hear this because somebody else is probably going through this, or probably needed to hear it, need to hear it, or how to make those steps or make those transitions. Mm-hmm. Like, hmm, I never tried it that way. So I felt like the questions you asked were like on point. Like they were very good questions. It wasn't nothing you asked that was offensive. Um, it wasn't like you targeted anybody personally. So. I I I actually loved it. Had a good time, and Thank it was you. amazing. Like I would love Thank to you. do this again with you. Like. Thank you guys. You can come whenever you like. You know, go on the other podcast. Tell your friend if she wants to get a little practice in. <laughs> come on the show. Oh, you guys should collab. Let me know. We can collab. Let me know right. her podcast is when she starts it, and we can just get it going, guys. Get it going. Get it going. All right. Um. Thank you guys for listening. I'm going to allow them to tell you where you can follow them, support them, because that's what this is all about. Come on, skincare, pastry chef. You start all right. off. <laughs> so you can follow La Pink Rose, which is the name of my business, mm-hmm. at La Pink Rose on Instagram. <laughs> and then if you want to follow my personal page, you can follow me at underscore the pink life. Come on, underscore the pink Got life. You. What about you, Mr. Canary? Um, once again, I'm Canary. Um, you can go to my website. It's called Awkward Club. Where you will see all my clothing, my clothes, my merchandise, and stuff like that. You also can um, check us out on Instagram, where you um, Awkward Club as well, where you see um, pictures, um, collaborations, what I did with other people. My personal page is Canary Starchill, K A N A R I E Starchill, S T O D G H I L L. Thank you guys. Sorry, I gotta sneeze. <laughs> um, thank you guys so much for coming. I really enjoyed this. I'm ready to collab in the future. Yes. And right. I hope you all enjoyed it and I hope you all appreciate it. You know, sharing your stories and coming on here and letting these folks know who you are and what you about. Yes. Period. <laughs> all right, Breakfast Eaters and Believers. Make sure you like, subscribe, comment, share, um, DM me, message me, let me know how you feel about the show. And um, I am receptive or accepting to any conversations, any criticism, because all criticism is good criticism in my book. Love you guys. Bye bye.